0: By now, you've probably heard of the Enneagram because it has been everywhere, and this tool used to figure out your personality type is an incredible springboard for the way that you learn about yourself and become more self-aware in your leadership. So today, I've brought Rihanna on to talk about Enneagram and using it with teams. Now, this isn't the only tool to use. The historian Arnold Toynbee said, no tool is omnicompetent. And the same goes for personality and leadership assessments. There is not one way to do things. But these assessments, when we start to pile them all together, become springboards in the way that we talk about our leadership. And each can begin to help us uncover major themes and ideas about ourselves that maybe were hidden. So... Is this tool a great tool? Absolutely. I'm a big fan and have used it with my teams in multiple contexts and I am so excited for you to hear from Rihanna why it could be important for your team or your leadership to use it. Now, These episodes are short and sweet, and so Rihanna will absolutely be back to go through the specific numbers of the Enneagram. So if you clicked on this because you wanted to hear about how you are a number three, and what does that mean for your leadership, or you are a number seven, and what does that look like when you are on a team, we will hit that soon. So let me introduce you to Rihanna. She is an Enneagram expert and a coach who walks with leaders through utilizing the Enneagram for the way that they lead and also for how they work with their teams. So are you ready for an introduction to the Enneagram? Let's go. Welcome to the Coffee on Leadership podcast. I'm Shaylee Trentum, a higher education practitioner and professor turned consultant, guiding leaders in cultivating creativity and wholeness through learning and development. And this podcast is a whole lot of that, fit into short segments you can listen to over a cup of coffee. Meet me here as I design conversations around leadership that you can authentically integrate into the spaces where you lead and have impact. Cheers. Rihanna, thank you so much for joining me on Coffee on Leadership. It's so good to have you here.
1: Of course. I'm really honored to be here.
0: You were one that I definitely wanted to have on because of your expertise. You're an expert in leader development because you have spent so much time developing teams of all kinds of leaders. And then you also are an expert in a specific tool that you have used with teams that I've been on. I've brought you in to consult and you are an Enneagram coach. Yeah? Is that what you call it? Yes. An Enneagram coach? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're an Enneagram expert. That's what I will call it because oh, you wow, are. Oh, Thank so you... <laughs> You are an Enneagram expert. And so would you mind starting off with sharing a little bit about your leadership journey and then how you got into the Enneagram world?
1: Absolutely. Well, thanks again for letting me come on here. I'm really excited. Um, So. (laughs) Um, My leadership journey, it's funny because I think when I think about that question, I honestly think it started when I was a little girl (laughs) and enjoyed telling others what to do. It was a little bit more unrefined then, Um, (laughs) but (laughs) the majority of my professional leadership journey has started in higher education where I get to Create environments where students are able to grow holistically, personally, spiritually, educationally. It's a huge joy of mine to work with students in that period of their life, especially working with teams and figuring out how do we how do we do this work really well. And then in terms of enneagram coaching, I. One of my closest friends who was also in higher ed studied it in her master's program and we were on a road trip together and we spent pretty much the whole time reading and studying what my potential type might be. She already had a little bit of an idea, but I really needed to go on that journey. So when I had the chance to become certified in 2018, I jumped on the opportunity. So
0: can you break down Enneagram for someone who has never heard of it? Because this might be new to people we are like, what is Enneagram? What are you talking about?
1: It is a nine-point personality system, and that's a fancy way of saying that it helps people determine their personality styles. So another way that I like to put it is it helps us identify the lens which we view the world. So what I really like about the Enneagram and what's really neat about it is it helps us, first of all, understand maybe some more of our behaviors, but it also provides insight So our values, um, some of our fears, our motivations, and even our needs.
0: Amazing. So, you know, I'm a big fan of tool-based coaching and this idea that we can have something to springboard into a conversation with leaders. So how have you specifically used Enneagram as a tool to develop leaders? Yeah, I love that.
1: So I have used the Enneagram as a tool uh, mainly by, I think, just being more strategic and intentional about my interaction with others. So one of the big rules of the Enneagram is that you shouldn't be putting people in a box, right? Um, <laughs> yes. So that, we Please really so. <laughs> try not to do that. Absolutely. Still stay curious about people. But the knowledge mm-hmm. I have about each number, it helps me know questions that might be good for me to ask. Or maybe ways to phrase something that might resonate more based off of someone's type. Because mm-hmm. I think we all know what it feels like when there's a moment when someone knows us really well and can ask us a question that maybe unlocks something in us. So maybe it helps mm. us get unstuck or really affirms who we are. And so I think I get I can get a little bit closer to some of those transformational moments in someone's leadership journey because of the knowledge I have of the Enneagram. In some ways, it's kind of like a
0: springboard or a head start. Right. So would you mind sharing with us what your Enneagram? type is and how you've used that in your own leadership.
1: I'm an Enneagram 6. Um so my I'll just talk a little bit about that. So my core value is loyalty. So you know, sixes tend to be pretty committed to the people that are in their lives that are really close to them, to organizations, and they they tend to be pretty hard workers. But some of their their trouble spots or things that can trip them up is they can be pretty anxious. So they uh sometimes they work hard in order to try to control their environment or to make sure that everyone can stay safe or that they can stay safe. So we'll tell you both the really good things about yourself and the things that sometimes you kind of wish that you could hide and that you you didn't have to admit to <laughs> others. Right. But you kind of right. get on the table, right? It's like, this is, this is who I am. And these are some things that maybe when you're interacting with me that you might experience. And so I think the way that I have used it in my own leadership is just to be more cognizant of how maybe I'm making a decision. So to ask, why are you why are you working so hard right now, Rihanna? Is it because you are really committed to this or are you doing it out of some sort of fear? So it forces me to ask myself hard leadership questions. And so when I'm making decisions or working with a team, I, I'm forced to, to both lean into what I'm strong in and what I'm good at and to embrace those things. And then to also, you know, be cognizant of ways that maybe my actions or behaviors or some of my motivations could be harmful to others. And to, you know, put that out on the table to tell people about that. And so that they feel that, you know, I'm being authentic and I'm being honest about who I am. I love
0: that. When I first took the Enneagram, I was like, oh, Okay. Oh, yeah. this is good to know. Those are things I didn't realize, and it was different than other assessments I had used to gain, grow in self-awareness in my leadership. And I yes. actually remember I had run into you on campus, and so I was like so excited to tell you my number yeah. because I knew you were an expert in this, and we had worked together for a long yeah. time before. We didn't work together anymore, and so I told you my number, and you were like, "Cause I'm a six as well." yeah, you, you knew it well, and you were like, "Oh." That makes so much sense. <laughs> and it was the yes. like moment of uh, kind of showing you this authentic part of myself because y- you even understood the deeper implications of what that number meant with like mm-hmm. my fears and all of that. So yeah, I love it. I love using it as a tool for learning and uncovering things that maybe are kind of in our shadow shadow spots as well. so yeah what what then do you think is the best way to use this on teams like? you, I know you do group coaching sessions because I brought you into one of my corporate teams to do that, but yeah, tell me a little bit about your approach in the coaching and consulting side.
1: Yeah, so- I love coming and talking to teams about it. I think it is an incredible way to have deeper conversations and learning with your team. So, as I shared earlier, the Enneagram obviously helps us understand our lens, um, but what it also teaches us because if you know, I come in and I talk about the Enneagram, we talk about all of the numbers. So. What it teaches us is that other people on our teams and in our lives are probably seeing the same problem or the situation with a totally different lens. They are carrying different fears into it. They're carrying different strengths. And so when we study and learn about the Enneagram, we kind of start to metaphorically put on the glasses of someone else on our team. And so that's amazing because we're better able to solve problems than we can. If if we do it right, we can increase our team's effectiveness and ultimately just, I think, truly love the people around us better. And so I think what might have previously been a team conflict, right? Someone Mm -hmm. doesn't get why this other person is viewing the situation this way, and they keep running into problems, and they keep bumping into that. Um, Studying the Enneagram then becomes maybe a pathway for understanding. And then what's really cool is that you can maximize on those differences, but you can't do that if you don't understand yourself or others, and you're not able to be like, oh, wait, I'm operating out of this, or that person is potentially operating out of that to lead to better understanding. And then you're looking at these situations with nine different lenses, which is amazing. I love that you
0: use it as a springboard to these big, beautiful conversations within the teams that you work with. It's like when uh, we use strengths assessment or we use some of these outside personality tests and we do them to really help step into that place of self-awareness in our Mm -hmm. leadership, but it's not meant to box us in. It's not meant to be okay, now you're stuck here, it's meant to be the starting point so that you have language for your behaviors and your attitudes and your decisions. And then we get to go from there and stretch ourselves from there. What is your best piece of advice to leaders who are looking to establish a leadership style that is authentic to who they are, maybe utilizing some of the knowledge they uncover through Enneagram?
1: Yeah, that's great. Well, you seriously, just what you just shared a little bit ago, I think is exactly my tip or my best advice. And I think it's to know yourself really well, but that doesn't mean like I take all these assessments and then just say, okay, I know myself really well. Mm -hmm. But to be curious about yourself and to continue to learn about you, which Mm -hmm. I think sometimes we feel like, is that weird or selfish? Or Mm -hmm. is that odd that I'm spending all this time thinking about myself? (laughs) And no, no, I think the idea is that to think about yourself and to understand yourself really well so that you can also understand others. And I think, you know, I think self-awareness is not this, like you said, this fixed state, but instead it's taking this learning posture about yourself Mm -hmm. and that it ultimately helps you have a learning posture about others as well. And, and when you do that, when you have this curiosity about yourself, you're going to constantly discovering what is my unique contribution to this organization in this particular season you know, on this day, yeah. this time, because it changes that, right. you know, our, our environments are not fixed. And so what mm-hmm. is really amazing about the Enneagram is it h- helps you identify that core value. And so it's not just about your behaviors, obviously your core values and your motivations will determine some of your behaviors, you can get back to your core always. So even in seasons of stress where maybe you're not operating at your healthiest, we all have those moments, (laughs) you know, your core, you know, what at the end of the day is kind of what makes you so beautiful and and strong and significant in your work. And so you can get back to that, right? Um, Mm. So it helps you get to those motivations and, Mm. and, and not just your behaviors. And, I think it also helps you know what trips you up what your vulnerabilities or fears are we all have them and you Mm -hmm. know you mentioned strengths finder i'm a huge fan of strengths finder and the positive psychology movement like i i love that and i I Mm -hmm. tend to try to be positive in my perspective (laughs) but i'm an even bigger fan of the enneagram because it also you know we have to face our achilles heel we have to be like that is what also we we struggle with and Mm -hmm. and to be honest with ourselves and our teams And honestly, that gives them the freedom as well to, to, to not be perfect, to make mistakes. And it also then I think creates safer environments. And I I think when we talk about authenticity, we just want to be known for all of the parts of who we are. Right. And so we have to Mm -hmm. give ourselves that freedom as leaders as well. And to model that for those who
0: we are working with. Thanks for listening to the coffee on leadership podcast. Take a few moments to reflect on how you will integrate today's episode into your life. And let me know if it was helpful to your leadership. Reach out, visit my website, or leave a comment. And don't forget to share with colleagues and subscribe for future learning. Until our next cup of coffee together, cheers.